This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Democrats of the Senate Agriculture Committee have introduced a bill to outline their priorities for food and ag support in a future coronavirus aid bill. The $8 billion Food Supply Protection Act would provide $5.5 billion in funding for improvements in cold storage and supplying personal protective equipment for farm workers and plant workers, as well as funding for commodity purchases and food bank costs. By the way, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer joined the nine Ag Committee Democrats in introducing the bill. There's more on the legislation in Phil Brasher's story on agripulse.com. Food service orders are starting to increase as more and more states inch closer to full reopening. Beth Ford is the president and CEO of Land O'Lakes. Speaking this afternoon on a Washington Post webcast, she says sales are almost back to normal. We certainly have seen our retail business change fairly dramatically. Now, I'm going to give you a point of interest. Over the last month, as we've seen markets open up again, our states open up again, one of the things, of course, we're tracking is our food service orders. And actually, our food service orders at this point for the month are almost at 98 to 99% of our original plan, which means that the pipeline is starting to be refilled again against food service demand. But she says don't expect this change to lead to big shifts in the supply chain. I don't think that an immediate manufacturing platform shift um, is likely until we understand a little bit more of the path of COVID and how long this will last. I say this to say, well, is food service going to open up again? How quickly is that going to open up again? She says she'll be watching the industry's potential return to normal. What will be interesting is how quickly we go back to different differentiated service, differentiated offer, different products are the primary issue versus the base business. I don't know that you're going to see a reset of the manufacturing platform against that. Rather, what you would see is a push towards making sure we have enough supply to match retail um, at a more uh, supportive rate. She says the sales of things like butter for the last few weeks mirrored peak baking seasons like Thanksgiving and Christmas. And will that stay with us? Or when food service opens back up, are, you know what's going to happen with the other ways that we used to um, get nutrition, that we used to go out? And with that, you have to have products Um, and manufacturing capacity for that as well. It's not just food service working back to normal. Elective procedures in rural hospitals are as well. But there's a catch. AgriPulse's Ben Nolley has more. Rural health care leaders say elective surgeries are backed up in the hundreds as states begin to reopen. Craig Lambrecht is president and CEO of Kalispell Regional Healthcare in Montana. He says his hospital is doing surgeries, but there's a huge backlog. Uh, We've got a backlog of about 500 surgical cases. We've got a backlog of almost 1,000 GI cases, like screening colonoscopies. We've got a backlog of important surgeries that weren't emergent, but they were critical, like for cancer, that we did not schedule because of risk. Representative Roger Marshall of Kansas says people often forget rural hospitals are a reflection of the local economy, which is typically based on agriculture. My emphasis has always been on building a strong economy to start with. So whatever legislation helps, whether that's a strong farm bill, trade trade uh, legislation, 
uh, high-speed internet, all those types of things are important to, to our rural hospitals. Both spoke on a Western Caucus webinar this afternoon that also underscored the need for more rural doctors, telemedicine, and rural broadband. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.